everybody. Welcome to another episode of the struggling hunters. Um, thanks for tuning in and thanks for tuning in for last week. Hopefully our last week's episode, um, you thought it was okay with the little hiccups that we had trying to get through it. Um, me and Eric, if you haven't watched last week's episode, episode, uh, that would be 96, um, go back and watch it. Uh, me and Eric tried to do an in the field podcast together and, uh, we ran into some uh, recording issues and, uh, we tried to persevere anyways. And we did, um, it was successful in the way of recording, but, um, I don't know how successful it fully was as a podcast, but it's still worth a listen. So go back and, uh, and have a listen. And we, we thank you guys for tuning in with us again. And with that, we'll kind of go, go ahead and get started with this week's uh, little podcast conversation. Um, you know, this is probably go with the feel of uh, just sitting around camp, trying to learn something new, but this I guess this week's episode is not really about learning something new. Um, it's a article we pulled off the old interweb and, and it comes from, I guess, a magazine called man tripping, but it's how to get started, uh, hunting as an adult who never learned as a kid. Um, and if, did it again, taking over the show. I just let Eric sit over there and smile and nod and yeah. not really inter- interact with him too good. So I should probably just steal the show and just let Eric sit there and <laughs> not say anything. Yeah. Take but over. this article, there's a, there's a handful of topics through it. So we're probably going to hit the first couple or maybe bounce through a couple other ones just to, just to kind of, get through it in a way but it had some little talking points that we thought were kind of good so again this article is about uh learning to hunt when you haven't grown up hunting so in other words you're old enough to hunt by yourself and you want to go and you have no clue where to start what to do or maybe what even what hunting even is so i think with that um the first topic kind of goes hand in hand with that. So I think we can start with that one and uh, get some other ones. So, uh, yeah. Uh, the figure out what you'd like to do. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would say on that one, like uh, for a new hunter coming out, I mean, I was just kind of thinking of this uh, on the top of my head as a, as an example. And, you know, you might look a little silly if you walk out there and uh, you you just want to hunt and elk season opens up and you walk out there with a duck call. Right. Uh, might not, <laughs> might not work out for you too well. So um figuring out what you, what you want to do and, and structuring your yourself to hunt for the animal in a way that, that will help you pursue that animal. And, you know, you're not confused. So, uh, I mean, that was kind of one of my, one of my examples. Well, um, I, was, I was kind of thinking on that too. You know, you know what, I, I guess the article kind of said something along those lines with, <laughs> Elk, but anyway, go ahead, Joe. 
but along those lines of uh is uh maybe you know I kind of go back to well, I guess I'll get the first part of my thought out first is uh kind of understanding what it is you want to hunt to uh, bite off something you want to hunt first and then go from there. Um, you know, meaning like start little, maybe a squirrel hunt or just pick one thing and focus on that one thing till you understand it. And it's not, we make it sound like yeah, there's a lot to understand, but there's really not. But when, uh, one of my first, <laughs> it's kind of funny. So <laughs> we talked, me and Eric talked about growing up in Idaho and hunting Idaho and stuff. And, uh, I've done a little bit of elk hunting in Idaho, but like my first actual, like camp out elk hunting, yeah. uh, was with a college roommate and, uh, and his dad and they, they, they were nice enough to, to allow me to go hunt where they hunted. Ooh we didn't get anything, but it was, it was one of those, I felt like a newbie. Like, so I guess I should take it back to, so like I said, it was my college roommate. And, uh, so I hadn't been hunting in three or four years. And I think, oh, was it the first year we were married? Me and Jen were married. I believe it was the first year. And, uh, so, you know, kind of a newlywed, and uh, on top of that was the first year that I, I yeah, because it was the first year where I started to wear glasses mm. that I got. And, uh, and so I felt like, let's see if I can set the scene. So we get up in the morning and uh, we take off hunting or hiking to go to our spots. And I just felt kind of off for, for the day. So I've never experienced glasses in the wintertime. Mm. So I take off hiking up the hill. My glasses are just like fogging up and, you know, I'm getting frustrated with that. And then on top of that, like my safety gets bumped off my gun. So then my, and then my bolt on my rifle, like it cracks open and slides down. And so I'm, I don't know how long I was hiking with like my bolt open, jacked open and, you know, I'm just hanging there and, and I just, and there's seemed like there's a couple other little things, but I just felt so much like a newbie. Like, it's like, man, I feel so out of my realm. And like I said, this is probably the first time I've been hunting and at least elk. It was probably my first time hunting elk in like three or four years. Mm-hmm. And in that situation. Um, but anyways, like, you know, I just, not that it had anything to do with our first little thing here, but, but it was just my only time I remember hunting, hunting something and feeling like a newbie kind of feeling like you're out of place. Yeah. I totally felt out of place. Like, (laughs) but you know, there's a couple of things with that. And I think that's why, like, like me and you, we're real comfortable hunting with each other. And, you know, I mean, you know, in the future, I want to hunt with other people or more people and, and, you know, have more people have, have a, a group or whatever, but I know me and you, like we're real comfortable hunting with each other at this point. And, uh, it's hard to, it's hard to hunt with somebody else. Cause they have their little ways of doing it. And you, you jumping on with your buddy and his, his dad, you know, they, yeah. they, they have a system, they have a setup and, 
and they have a little more experience at hunting elk and it was in utah new territory so everything was just off for you i know because the same thing happened to me different circumstance i went out with with a buddy well a couple buddies but whenever i started uh elk hunting in colorado it was the same thing go out with a buddy and you know trying to follow along with the way they do it. And I'm like, Oh, that's a little different than I do it. You know, whatever those were, but I remember doing the same thing. I also remember my bolt on my gun going open a few times. And I'm like, why is this still happening? <laughs> going through scrub <laughs> oak or whatever. And it just catches your bolt just right. And opens up. Yeah. Ah, it's so annoying whenever that happens. But, but I think, I think that could happen even if you're a seasoned hunter. I mean, this is kind of veering off of this article a little bit, but even if you're a seasoned hunter, you go hunting with somebody brand new that you never hunted with and they have their traditions and the way they do things. And then there's the way you do things. It's just, it's, just, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to hunt. Like in those cases, like with you, me and you, I feel like we're close enough where we can kind of, we can almost read each other's mind or, or if we bounce ideas off of each other, we just know how each other operate. And so we could, you know, work with, but somebody new, um, it's almost easier because you don't really understand how they operate. So it's almost easier to be like, you go to that Ridge. I'm going to go to this Ridge (laughs) and we'll meet over there. Tell me what you see. I'll tell you what I see and we'll figure it out. Right. So. Well, kind of, kind of moving along through the article and kind of going on the lines of hunting with other people. Like the next thing it says is, which is important if you're new um, is get your hunter safety card and then on that the and make some friends. And I just kind of thought that's kind of cool. You know, like you're going to a, a place was, well, I don't think it's when we took it, we actually went to a classroom. I think nowadays it's all online and you have to go to an actual shooting range to, um, to qualify, you know, to shoot a, a little caliber rifle to qualify shooting. But anyways, I'm sure, you know, like I say it's a good idea, but then I just shot myself down all in the same sentence there because I said today's day and age, they don't have a class. I mean, I'm sure there's a a physical class you can do and it'd probably be awesome to get into that because you can probably, you know, great place to meet people that are getting started too. Yeah. In a hunter's ed class. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah, I, I we should look into that. My boy's gonna be doing it here soon, but I want to get my my wife doesn't have her hunter's safety, and I kind of want her to do it at the same time. She'd probably feel more comfortable doing it with Carter. Online. Yeah, with Carter, but probably online. True. Well, that's what I've talked to. I had a couple guys at work a while back, or not a couple, but one guy. He was kind of in a way excited to do it online because that way he didn't have to feel like some old guy <laughs> sitting in with the classroom of kids. Yeah. Taking on our safety. Yeah. I, I would feel that way. I mean, if, if I was trying to get my hunter safety today, you remember, so I wonder where, where did you do your hunter safety? at? did you do it in? I did in Utah or sorry, in Idaho. You did do it. Did we do it in the same year? We had. To. I don't remember. Well, you're 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 a smidge older than me, so you might have taken it before me. 
But I, anyway, the, so the shooting day, I was thinking of this the other the, the other day, actually, and so crazy that we just did it in the gym. Yeah, we did. Shot 20, I, and I think they were all 22s, but. Yeah. We shot, we shot a little single action. In the gym, yeah. of all things. I, I was thinking, I'm like, you trusted a bunch of 12-year-olds to shoot 22s in a gym. Yeah. So when when you took it, uh, did the instructor guy say whoever shot the best, he'll buy him a pop? I do. Do you remember? I feel like I did hear that. Did you get the pop? <laughs> well, I, yeah, but I think I forced it. <laughs> oh, really? So, uh, uh, so yeah. So, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, whoever gets the best targets, I'll buy him a pop. And so I shot and, uh, and I sat in there waiting and he looks at it. He's like, Oh, this is pretty good. It might be the best one. So I'm like all excited, you know? And then my dad took me and we're sitting there waiting. And, and, uh, my dad's like, all right, well, it's time to go. You're done shooting. I'm like, I, I can't go. I got to wait till we're done because, he said that I'm shooting pretty good. And I think I won. And, uh, my dad's like, well, go talk to him. <laughs> so I was like, walked up to the guy and I was like, uh, did I win? He's like instructing someone like <laughs> shooting on the range. <laughs> and I was like, I gotta go. My dad said, my dad said, it's time to go. And <laughs> I need, I need my, need my pop money. <laughs> 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 that's good that's good so so he gave me a dollar or something i think just to get me off the range while he was instructing the kid oh really that's funny that's funny i'm trying to i can't even remember i can't remember i i feel I can't remember what what happened, or you know, I I don't I don't know. It's all vague. I don't think I want to pop money though. But now, like, a part of me, like, I'm like, I want to, I want to, want to have a shooting contest because, <laughs> like, <coughs> my competitive edge kind of kicks in, uh-huh. and I'm like, I'm like, man, I want. I want to. I wonder if I shot good that day because I can't remember. <laughs> so now I want to like reel it all the way back. You know what? Almost well, not quite twenty something years later, and twenty seven yeah. years later or something. I want to. I want to reel it back and go do a shoot contest with you <laughs> for pop money. For pop money, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just remember like he was down there on lane. I think that he had a kid laying on the shoot on like the prone position shooting. He might've been right there next to him trying to help him. And I was like right there. Hey, uh, can I give him a pump money? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that's funny. Ah, excuse me for the coffin. Um, that's funny. I, uh, ah, that's what kids do though. You know? I mean, you look, right. back, you look back on it and you cringe a little bit, but right, right. I, I, do. I, think all, I think all kids do that kind of stuff. Um, that's funny though. Uh, 
Yeah. So where were where were we at? We kind of fell way off track here. Well, we were talking about hunter safety card and making friends that way. And then, um, I don't know, you can probably just grab another one if you want. We don't have to go in order. Um, well, but then the next, yeah, go ahead. I would say the next one is getting to the field, which, you know, like even as an experienced hunter, that's like almost the number one thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the one thing that I feel like I'm always trying to actually pursue and get better at is getting in the field before hunting season and correct. Um, start making my plans before hunting season and hopefully even maybe scout some stuff to kind of get that confidence up that there's some, there's, there's animals in your, right. in your area that you want to be. And and I think that like, you kind of hit, hit a key point there too, was uh, getting in or getting the confidence, you know, like, yeah. I don't know how many times like I, I I have regrets for not knowing the area before I got into it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, meaning, so I, I've talked to this story before, but I have two reasons why when I was rifle hunting, I did see a bull elk, but I did not shoot because one, it was running and two, I was in a new area and I was scared that, you know, the bull would take off running and, I'd follow the the trail and not know where I was at. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I, you know, like the, my first reason for not shooting was because it was a running shot. Yeah. And second, I didn't know the area. So, you know, like even, yeah, you know, like that's just a number one thing to do is get into where you're going to be hunting because you want to eliminate those fears of where you're hunting and you want to build that confidence of, like you said, for one, knowing if the animals are even in the, where the animals are and two, being comfortable in the area, your area you're in to where you can navigate and get yourself in and out safely. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, yeah, I, I kind of feel, I, I, I mean, I feel like we kind of covered that one, but, I feel like um, uh, this other part, which I probably need to get better about reading the, but throwing in practice in there, like as far as, so get out in the field and do that, but also. Buy, your, buy the hunting gear and you need in practice. Yeah. Yeah. And mostly like, I mean, you know, new hunter could come in all forms. I mean, there's people that may have shot, guns their whole life but just never really went into the hunting field oh true uh, you know what i mean so there's some people that might be good at shooting but just never actually went hunting or there's some people that might you know have bird hunted their whole life but never never went hunting for elk um but whatever whatever equipment i mean i feel like this is very important is as a new hunter is practicing with the equipment that you're going to use uh i mean this this is, you know, hunting gear you need. So practicing with all of it, range finders and um, binoculars, getting used to, to using binos. Um, I mean, all that stuff is a little bit of a learning curve if you're brand new. And but the, the, your shooting mechanism, whether it's a bow or a rifle, a shotgun, whatever, whatever it is, man, I think it's so important to practice that. I mean veteran hunters and, and we're all guilty of it, especially with rifles. 
you know, going out there and I mean, I know me and you've been guilty of not even shooting our gun before opening day right? and thinking that we could get away with it, which is totally stupid. And I do not recommend that. I think that the important thing is, is, is to practice, practice, get that confidence again, but get that confidence that you're going to hit the kill zone on that animal whenever you pull that trigger or release that arrow. Um, That practice is, is so important as a new hunter. I think it's so important to shoot whatever, whatever mechanism you're shooting with, shoot it as much as you can and dial it up a month before hunting season. That way you just have that confidence. Like, Hey, if, if I see an animal, it's down. Right. And well, I think that's huge there too, is building that confidence. I mean, we're, we we're talking here as if we're brand new hunters or whatever, but at the same time, I like, was thinking this, this uh, article going along with even us as being experienced, but that, but confidence, um, that's kind of the big key in all this as well. Cause we talked about knowing your area. So in practice, and then all you're doing is building your confidence. Yep. And so like, if, you know, if you're confident in how your, your equipment is, you, you know, you're confident with how your um, weapons, whatever weapon you're hunting with, would you call it a weapon, your tool of, of, uh, <laughs> of shooting? Um, you know, you, you know how that works. You're, you know, whenever you see something in front of you that you're, whatever your quarry is, you're going after and you're going to know what to do and you're going to be confident in your shot placement. Yeah. And then everything before and after, like, you know, like that's just confident you got to build up that confidence. And I think you hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, with that too, is, is, uh, finding a mentor that's willing to help you and take you through True. all the steps and even help you with the emotions and stuff, you know, an experienced hunter that's, that's, uh, you know, gotten a lot of animals. Um, I think it would help. It would help, uh, uh, you know, picking their brain on, on the, 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 uh, motions of, of getting an animal down and, uh, you know, the whole thing, just doing the whole thing, but a mentor practice, finding that confidence, getting out into the field. And then, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like other things that if I was a new hunter today, what would I do gear? I think gear is important, but you know, I, I feel like, I feel like gear can be like people that uh, work out for the first time. And my best example is this is like somebody coming out, uh, working out or, you know, going to start working out on January 1st and on December 31st, they're sitting there telling whoever their friend, their wife, whatever, you know, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to lift all the weights you know, well, what usually happens is they get so sore because they tried to lift all the weights that they give up so much faster because they're, they're you know, it hurts to move. And um, I think as a new hunter, like whenever it comes to gear, you don't have to, I mean, you could go get, you go to Walmart and get all your gear. You don't Correct. have to. Secondhand you know, gear. Like you, like you said, your mentor, you know, like find a mentor in it 
if you're lucky enough to find someone that's willing, maybe, you know, like they won't show you where to go, but they're willing to talk to you. They're going to have gear that they're like, Hey, I don't use this anymore. You can have it, or this is what you're going to want to go look for, or hold on. I, I know someone that has some of this stuff that they don't use it anymore, you know? So like, yeah, like that's <laughs> even, well, between me and Eric, Eric's a little bit more of the spendy guy when it comes to the gear. And I'm just the one that whatever works is it works for me, whatever, the, it, no matter what or how cheap it is, <laughs> but I do spend money on some, some of the gear that I, that I want that I know that I want nice gear as, but some of it cheap works for me. Yeah. But there's, I, I gotta, I gotta admit though, that there's kind of a learning curve there though. I, I've went down that road and bought some of the more expensive. I bought some of the more expensive stuff. And then, uh, man, I'll tell you what Walmart's hunting gear. Um, it might not fit exactly. this like, so like the more expensive QUs and first lights and stuff, they might have a better fit. If that makes sense. Like they might fit your body a little yeah. bit better, but man, some of that stuff, I mean, the Walmart stuff, it's stretchy. It, I mean, you know, it, uh, breathable, uh, and, and you're talking, uh, a 10th of the price on some of it. Right. Well, I was going to say too, like, that's the hard thing is it, we're going down a, a rabbit hole of gear, but, uh, especially being new. And even now, um, like I'm still revamping what I wear and what, you know, what goes in my pack, what doesn't go in my pack and what gear I want, what I don't want. So like, you know, it's like a forever changing thing. You just can't be scared to change. If, if you don't like how something fits or whatever, you know, you, you got to be comfortable too. Yeah. I, I think that happens every year. So there, there's either one or two things that happen. I go hunting and while I'm in hunt camp and you know, life's a little different, you're sitting there thinking and you know what next year I need this. I absolutely <sighs> need it in my life. And a lot of the times what happens is I buy that one thing, carry it around in my pack. And then I go, man, that thing just heavy, bulky, in my way, I hate it, and and I end up not, you know, not liking the thing that the year prior I thought that I just absolutely had to have in my pack. And um, but that's the trials and errors of it all. Is just right, you know. You take out what you really, you know, that what you really need to survive, which is most time just food and extra clothes, water or hydration of whatever, um, even if it's a filter bottle or whatnot. But um, the things and then just add to it, subtract to it. Maybe a first aid kit. I'm really a pro. Right. I've said it before, but I'm I've turned in, even though I've never used it, carrying it around gives me a um a sense of of security, I guess, to know that I have a first aid kit and bear spray, which is usually inside my pack that doesn't do me any good, but I have a sense of security. Right. Building that confidence. Yeah. Well, that confidence. I think, there you go. I think we were going to try to keep this short. So I kind of wanted to end on, we kind of hyped everything all up and th you know, this article has a bunch more little, um, uh, bold points, but I kind of think ending on this one will probably be good. It says, uh, take time to slow down. 
And I think even as an experienced hunter, you know, um, enjoy where you're at and, you know, take time to take in, um, what you're doing. Cause you know, the stress of not getting something can kill, kill your, uh, your mood, your stress of even getting out to hunting camp can kill your mood and, you know, and you're all hyped up trying to get, get your truck ready to go. But, you know, for, I think, especially your first year, even it doesn't even matter how experienced you are. I just, I would, I'd say take time to slow down. Yeah. Well, uh, something about something about that, uh, uh, that you just said is, uh, uh, taking your time and, and, or just getting out there. Like if you don't catch that or, you know, you're not killing nothing for, um, practice, practice on being disappointed every day. And but being happy about it, because I I believe I believe hunting like there's so much attitude and it's so hard to do whenever you, you know your first two or three days hunting and you haven't seen a thing <laughs> to you know because then then like all the negative thoughts you want to give up you're like ah oh, I don't even know why I'm out here anymore I wanted to go home you know right but you still got four or five days left of your hunt you're like you got to learn to like get all those, all those demons out of your head and just like try to be happy the whole time. And it's so hard and it can be so frustrating, but you, even as a quote unquote experienced (laughs) hunter, I still have trouble with it, but I feel like I get a little better every year. I keep my head up and, uh, or try to, and, and, and I don't know, it feels like every year hunting just gets better and better. And, but I feel like that's part of it is just keeping your head up and, and, uh, trying to, trying to keep, uh, keep positive the whole time. Right. Right. You lose that. And then the hunting, I don't know. I've been, I've been, there's been years that I've been so mad, especially before we started doing podcasting. I've been so mad that like, didn't see what we wanted to see or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't even want to think about hunting for, you know, <laughs> and, but then like that fall, August fall starts rolling around. And I'm like, ah, man, I want to go hunting again. <laughs> you know, it's only been the last few years. I mean, that's one thing that I love about this podcast. We're always talking about hunting, but it keeps me engaged with hunting. So I'm always excited about it where before we start doing this, you know, there was a, there was that period where you kind of turn it off for a while. You know, right. until, until hunting season kicks back up, and then it was all about hunting again. And you know, we've been doing this. I think we're going on our third year of doing this podcast, or second, uh, yeah, second year. Is it second year? Second, because we started in April of twenty twenty one. No, twenty. We started in February, April of twenty twenty. Yeah, so so we'll be starting our third year. Yes. Yeah, we're coming up on our second anniversary of Struggling Hunters in a couple of yeah, months. There you go. That makes sense. But, I mean, we're, like, engaged all year round now. And so, right. I don't know. It's fun. But, yeah, it, emotions, though, like in the hunting game, though, especially if you don't get nothing. Like, it, it's just, it could be the high of highs or the low of lows 
when I got my dough this year, I mean, I haven't had that feeling in so long whenever I got that dough and I, I know it's just a dough and everything, but like, you know, we going through that dry spell of not getting anything for a while. And then I finally got that dough. I mean, I could, I couldn't believe it. Cause I was there <laughs> by myself and it was like, it wasn't an act. I mean, I called Joe and I called my wife, but I, I mean, I'm, I, I was like, I, I don't even know if I ever told you this, but I was like shaking. I was so excited. My <laughs> hands were shaking and, and I was like, I was like, Holy crap. You know, like, I mean, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm excited, but I can't believe I'm this excited, you know, like, yeah. Oh man. It just felt so good. So yeah. Hunting is, is a game of the highest of highs and the lowest of lows at times. And, and you got to just like try to fight and, and stay positive the whole time. And, uh, you know, just whenever you're not coming up with success, one thing to think about is, is it's, it's, it's a learning process. It might not be the fun way to learn, but it's, it's a learning curve, you know, like not going back to that area for, for an example or, uh, whatever. I, I don't know, but it's, yeah. With that said, that's probably my final thought also. Um, and we could, well, I guess, do you have a final thought? No, just, uh, I think I just, like I said, just ended on that. Take time to slow down. That's what I enjoy about hunting. I might be hunting my butt off and trying to cover ground, but I love it when I can slow down and enjoy where I'm at. hundred percent. That sounds good. I'll get us out of here. Guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for for uh, watching. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, if you're a new hunter, click and subscribe to the YouTube channel, and uh, subscribe to the podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you in the next one. We're out. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>